Welcome to part two of episode six. We pick up where we left off. Mr. M just heard some life-changing news. He shares how it turned out to be an opportunity to create the vibrant experience that is his life today. Chapter 3. There were a lot of things that happened in between uh, then and now. Um, (laughs) One of them being, uh, we were at a company uh, meeting. Well, not a meeting, but like like an award trip. And um, she had literally just started talking to this person online. Probably had, I think they, they met like one time. This person lived in Oregon. Wow. And we live in Florida, Florida, yeah, which is the complete polar opposite end of the country from corner to corner. I had agreed. Yeah. Yeah. They can move to Florida. That's fine. Um, it was not fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it there was, you were in was, the thick of it. All right. There I was in the thick of it trying to keep uh, her sane. Right. And. um so I have now kind of shed myself. Like I have literally just become a being of light and oh. trying and trying to do the right thing. And, um, you know, our, our we had a, a, a bit of money saved up and I was like, all right, I guess this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to try, I'm going to try to, so what, what I, my ultimate goal was to, uh, buy a property out West and put her up in it. And like, move back and forth between the two like kind of like snowbird style except yeah. uh at extremes that uh never came to fruition and thank god i <laughs> i could not have done that um but um you know the whole plan was like my brother lives up in that area too so like it's like i'll buy a place i'll make him the main caretaker of it you were blah, trying blah, to blah. make it work i was trying to make it work right mm-hmm. there was a whole bunch of stuff going on uh, behind the scenes in my head that uh, was just like this is a logistical nightmare and i uh, you know if anyone could figure it out it, it'll be it'll be her and i uh but you know it, it 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 didn't work out and so we ended up moving this person to our home um, and um that went poorly um <laughs> you know um i was living in the middle of an episode of the l word oh um <laughs> That's that's G Rex's fave show. It's it is. I, I mean, I had a live action version of it appearing uh, nightly in front of me. Uh, uh, it was you know we had U Haul and lesbians, we had Bush lesbians, we had Fems, we had everybody. Okay. <laughs> hey, she was, damn, I would have been. I would have loved that. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and you know, from the outside uh looking in it w- it was that it was it was just complete drama shit show happening all the time um you know but so what ended up happening was uh wife two and i decided to okay like we were we were like we're trying to make it work you know as far as a, a an entity together and then we ultimately decided we we're like this isn't this is dumb why are we why are we doing this like why, we right. should just get a divorce so that way we're able to you know uh be in relationships with people and not have it not be weird right because like um she and i both started relationships with the premise of 
I'm married to this person, but I'm not with them. Yeah. And that can't be an easy conversation. Well, it's not an no. easy conversation. Um, and uh, her relationship, she started like that, uh, did not work out. That right. was the one that came from Oregon. Uh, and uh, my relationship, well, welcome to our house. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got you yourself know? a good right. one. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, clearly it worked out uh, in that way. But, you know, I, we, <clears throat> When I presented these, I, you know, I, I, I actually, you know, what, before I get there, um, so we decided, okay, let's let's get the divorce, let's do the thing. But uh, it, the pandemic had just started, oh, oh <laughs> so like literally everything shut down. <laughs> so I was like, like, well, is this a sign? It's, it's gonna happen, <laughs> just not yet. <laughs> um, but you know, throughout the whole thing, um, you know, wife two and I, uh. You know, we we communicated properly. You know, we didn't. Uh, there was no sniping. There was just like a a division of assets. I, like literally, I was like, "Hey, whatever you want to take, take it. Um, whatever I w- want to take, I'll take it. And anything we don't want, we'll sell." Mm-hmm. Right, and that included our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we di- we divided everything as as best we could. Um, I said, you know, any of the like any of the furniture that you want, it's yours. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Cause I, you know, I was more, uh, I had more in my bank account essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I was able, I was more flexible so I could be like, no, if I need to get a new table, I need to get a new table. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so it was just very much a, let's be fair to each other. Let's not, let's, whatever you need, whatever you want, um, uh, or whatever I need or no, or want, uh, we'll work it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was never any contention. There was never any, um, I want that thing that you want. It was never any of that. It was more like, Hey, you should take this piece. Cause I know you like it. Um, that kind of stuff. Um, in fact, there's a piece of furniture here that I'm actually going to give back to her, uh, in a couple days. Uh, I think, uh, so, uh, she's kind of starting over again. So I'm trying to, you know, she's redecorating, uh, her, her living room after having a, a, a pretty nasty split. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's again, uh, so I asked her uh, after that relationship had ended and she started another one, like, almost immediately. I mean, like, uh, I was like, so what are your plans? She's like, oh, U-Haul, uh, and she said her name, U-Haul, this person is, is dead. Oh. <laughs> I am not moving and I'm not having anyone move in with me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's I- the answer I needed to hear. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you that lesbian breakups are the worst, and so is lesbian drama. I it, can imagine it, it puts it puts het drama to shame. It, it does. I'm, I'm just going to say like, that. I, I, I mean, but that's the thing is like it's passionate, right? Like it's it it like that kind of drama just feels incredibly passionate, but also petty. It's oh, because so no, so, have you? So some petty. females can so be petty, petty as well. well I mean, right. Obviously, I'm saying this from uh, you know a cis heterosexual, uh, you know, white male perspective. So my opinion on things, especially in the lesbian community, is not uh, not very high. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, not highly regarded upon you know upon that community. You know, thinking about uh, how I perceive things, but you know, it was messy. It was tough. Um, I'm still friends with both of them in that relationship and uh they're like are you still gonna be friends with that yes i'm still i'm gonna be friendly like i'm not a jerk like you 
you, neither of you did anything to me. <laughs> uh, right. And uh, so, but that's all, that's a whole thing. So you guys are still very much in, yeah. in each other's lives. Yeah. She was over here the other night for dinner. Oh, I love that. So, Mr. M, can I ask you another question? Absolutely. Uh, how did your family feel about wife number two? Um, they've gone through um, <laughs> ebbs and flows. So when they first met wife two, they were, they were very happy with her. Uh, and they, they liked having her around. Uh, and, they, and they still do. Um, but like their opinions of her have changed as she has come in to realize who she is. And, and, uh, one, what, you know, what time my mother was like, Oh, I, I really, I, re- you know, I really don't like how, you know, they handled that. And I went, well, why would you care? Like, like, why do you, yeah, I, I really wish you wouldn't have that opinion of this person, you know, you know sorry, but it's <laughs> right. Like, so, and, and then, so I think from that moment on, um, they've been on, all on good terms, right? So, like, whenever they see, when they, whenever my parents see wife number two, there it's always like, oh, how are you? How are things? How are you feeling? You know, um, it's always a very positive interaction. Um, you know, kind of superficial, but but not, but not like there's like whenever I speak to my mother and this person comes up, uh, wife number two comes up, it's always I, I hope they're doing well. Yeah. Right. It's so, so so like yes. Um. So they are they are um very positive on on that. You know, my, and you know my my parents, especially my dad, uh, is pretty conservative. Um. Although. Um. He's worked for the mega corporation operating theme parks in Orlando <laughs> for years. Uh. And then was uh, uh forced retired uh during the pandemic. So like he had he had had a part time job there for almost twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then they forced retired him. Um, so like whenever the mention of the, of the former president or current governor of Florida comes up, <laughs> I try to just bite my tongue and, st- and stop all conversation about it. Um, but I know he knows that some of the things that are going on in Florida right now is especially between, uh, the governor and the mega corporation that o- operates in the parks in Orlando, uh, because of all of that. Uh, I I think he's just like ah, oh, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's Welcome. the there's the cracks showing, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so and like he you know he accepts wife number two for she who for who she is, and that's not changing. And it, right, it's not like he's like oh you know the gays are bad. He's never been like that. Yeah. He he refers to the uh, people the queer community sometimes in old terms. Not in any derogatory, like, okay, it's somewhat derogatory, but it's not like the real bad ones. It's always like, oh, he's a flamer. Oh. <laughs> which, <laughs> which I'm like, dad, no. And then our other queer friend, um, he thinks that's hilarious. So, like, I don't know. I don't know how to judge anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, I think it's, I mean, I think your whole story is very interesting because you're, you have, you're in a relationship right now and you mm-hmm. mentioned that you met while you were still with wife number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we sit here and I'm hearing your story, it's actually like not, I, I don't think it was intentional, but like I look up and I see your framed photos yeah. and like the way you have everything laid out, like you have a very beautiful family now, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's more than just 
your past and like this truly is your evolution to right. where you are well, now. So now, now I, I, I want to refer to uh, wife two now as my sister because that's nice. essentially how our relationship has evolved. Yeah, uh, I have said so much to her and she has absolutely reciprocated that. I was like, yeah, I think of you more as my sibling now. Your family. Uh, yeah, we're family. Mm-hmm. Right. That's uh, that's just that's it. Right. That's just how it goes. And, uh, and so which, like, <laughs> which is like in, the way I'm interpreting it is like it's such a pure love for this person mm-hmm. that it's no longer like a thing like it's not a sexual thing this no is not somebody at all. you and it hadn't been even love. when we were still you know trying to make that mm-hmm. work right it, like i said that intimacy dried up years ago mm-hmm. um and i wasn't lamenting for it but i was also like kind of like okay you know what are we doing here but right it was never a oh i need to find attachment somewhere else was that a was that a hard concept to introduce to the person you're with now like not at all No, in fact, I think one of the first things I said to uh, my partner is, um, so this is my life. This is the thing that's going on. Uh, You know, I was at the time I was like trying out a single polyamory, basically just dating. <laughs> you know, it's just so funny how you could be like, "Oh, so you were just dating?" Yeah, I guess that's what it sounds like. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, just not in any ser- real serious way, and and you know, she was oh, she was like super open to that, and because you know, our our situation is that she shares custody of her kids with her ex, and they have a really good working relationship together. Like they are really good co parents. Um, I don't like to see them together when they are having a disagreement um, because that then also brings up a lot of past trauma for her. Uh, but, you know, in general, they work really well together. And I think he's a pretty stand up guy. Um, I, I, you know, in, in many ways, especially when it comes to the, the, the care of the children, um, we don't agree on really much uh, except for certain certain basic values which is fine we agree fundamentally that you know people are you know humans are humans and they're and uh and you know, everyone deserves love that kind of thing right um but they have a great working relationship and i don't know where i was going with this so uh other than to say that um my partner came uh to this with a very open eyes and open arms right um i was still truly wearing my wedding band but i wore it on a different finger um because as a as a sign of this person's important to me yeah right and then eventually it was like okay i don't have to wear that anymore i don't have to to prove to myself that there's someone to me right and i think that was a decision that like we kind of talked about yeah it was and it wasn't uh you need to take off this ring it was how do you feel about it now and it was like you know, actually, I, I don't. I don't feel about it now. It was a natural. Progression. It was a natural progression mm-hmm. out. I don't even know where that ring actually is. It's probably some in some drawer somewhere or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, I don't feel drawn to it any longer. Right. Like I used to. Because you don't need it. I don't need it. Right. right. It was kind of like a crutch. Right. It's, that's kind of how I how I view it. Right. So I uh uh the the part that that cracks me up about all of it is um. Is that so? I, I came. I came into uh, into all this very honestly. I was like, I wasn't. I laid everything out on the table, and she just came back and said, "Okay, let's let's see what works. Let's let's see what'll happen." And um, you know, it's been four years now. I mean, it's been 
It's been awesome. Nice. <laughs> I mean, for for what it's worth, I feel like that is what you need, right? Somebody who's open, honest, and like, yeah, let's just let's just do it. Like, there's no one shoe fits all. Like, there's not one type of relationship that is the type of like it could be whatever right. you make it. Right. And it was it was great because she was just willing to listen mm-hmm. and willing to hear what I my reasons behind things. Yeah. Uh, her family uh, did not like this uh, arrangement in the slightest at first. Well, it's different. And literally we're standing in a store and this is the first time I've met her parents and her dad, whom I love, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> says to me. What are your intentions with my daughter? <laughs> I think Bizzle's heard that uh, question yeah, before. Yeah, I, I know Bizzle's heard that before. <laughs> I remember him remember telling that? me. <laughs> so were you like, oh, I'm prepared for this? No, uh, I mean, I I didn't know what I was, you know, I didn't know if I was ever going to get that question, but I've been actually asked that several times in my oh. life. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's uh <laughs> But I said, you know, you know, here's the deal is I, I, I said, I literally just met your grandkids um, and we had been dating now at that point about 10 months. Um, I had just met them the month before, like literally right after Thanksgiving, like the beginning of December. So it was like within a few weeks. I was like, I've just met your your grandkids. We have, you know, your daughter and I have been working together to um, build a life, right, is to make a, a, a say, you know, make a space uh, together, uh, and I and I, I said and that's that's all I can that's all I can do is you try to make a a, a safe a safe and and comfortable spot for for everyone, um, and that's my intention is to build this life with your daughter, and uh, you know we're taking it judiciously, we're you know we're not jumping into it and just going oh, let's go do something crazy right like the uh, the original like as I had, I had asked my partner hey when when. Uh, isn't as I wasn't ready. I was like, when is an appropriate amount of time to have elapsed before I get introduced to the kids? And uh, and she was like, "Oh, it's at least it's at least six months." And uh, it wasn't didn't happen until nine months, and that was okay, right? It wasn't like, "Oh, let's 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 meet these kids. Let's be get, let me like shoehorn myself into their life." And it was it was it was very much just a a way to to make sure that that we were going somewhere. This was something that we, because it, it doesn't do anyone any good to introduce children yeah. to someone who may or may not be there in the right. future. Right. And so that was the whole point. Right. Was to make sure that this was going to be a thing. This was, this is real. Um, and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> and I think about that now and it's so crazy to have, have thought about like, I wasn't in their lives like this whole time. But now, but now, like, like, I don't imagine my life without them. So let me ask, do you think one day you'll ask whoever your daughter sees one day what their intentions are? Oh, probably. (laughs) I'll probably team up with, uh, with the ex-husband and uh, like tag team. I mean, who knows? I don't know. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not like that. Right. It's going to happen. I'm I'm putting it out in the universe. (laughs) Right. I have the most, I try to be the most open-minded person that I know, uh, about literally anything. And, but you're right. It probably is going to (laughs) be, I like picture you with your feet up, lean back a little bit, (laughs) squinting. (laughs) I don't know. So just based on the conversation you've had, Mr. M, I, I feel like 
you, you know, you have evolved as not only like a, a human, but also as, you know, kind of coming into your own. Do you, do you feel like you, if you look back at your 24 year old self and you look at yourself now, do you feel like you, you've grown a lot and that you you became a lot more accepting of like the craziness? <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so right. I've, I, I never used to fancy myself like ultra liberal, you know, left leaning, but like as I've, as I've gotten older and I've seen suffering and I've seen, you know, things that just, that should not be, um, I've definitely grown. Right. And that's helped shape who I am as a human and how I interact with the world. Like, 24-year-old Mr. M would not have been able to have the conversation that I had with my partner about this is my stuff. This is everything I've got. You know, take it or leave it. That kind of thing, right? I I would I would not have been able to do that. I would have been very protected and very like only giving out what I needed to move forward, right? And not being honest with myself. So yeah, I you know, uh, once I hit my 30s, I started really getting into my stride of bit about who I was. When I hit 40, I was like, okay, this is who I am. I, this is me as a person. I'm a fully realized person, finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am super comfortable with myself. I'm happy with my job. I'm happy with my friends. I'm happy with, uh, you know, my life, you know, my station, right? I, I'm, I'm, I, I am here. This is who I am, and this is what, I, what I'm going to do. Um, and I have to say, like, if you're home, because you mentioned it bef- mm-hmm. in our conversation, yeah. like that this is you, right? Yeah. It's colorful. It's beautiful. Like, this is like legit. Like, you have a beautiful family life now, which is awesome. Right. Uh, so I was we were t- talking with my, my partner earlier today about um, something about how, she, uh, you know, what she was wearing today, which was like navy blue. And, uh, and then she was talking to me about this other, you know, and I was like, oh yeah, but God forbid you'd wear, you know, your black chucks with that. And I said, says the guy who owns blue shoes and wears them with literally everything. (laughs) 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 Um, and, uh, you know, like, right. She's like, well, you don't own any black. I'm like, I do, but I don't wear it. I just don't wear black. Like like the the darkest thing I own are probably these shorts, right? I'm head to toe in black. (laughs) And and uh, it, it was so funny. It was, uh, so, uh, what was it? it? Was like, um, a, you know, being wearing all navy blue. Like, kind of like it's just I have done. Uh, you know, unintentionally. Like, I'll have like dark jeans on with a blue sweater, and I was like, well, you know. Uh, and it's so I think it was my partner who was like, oh yeah, that's emo goth. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not quite goth, but it's emo goth. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so funny so now i have one more question and i I hope it's not uncomfortable when you were living in the uh real life l word yes i don't even know how to how to say this just say it right right did you have any well that's one did you have any regrets and maybe what's something that you really learned from that whole experience oh okay uh, the regret that I had was uh, saying that I would spend money to move this person to Florida. I enjoyed having them in my life. The, I, I'm, my life is richer for them. In fact, they, the, uh, they're the ones that introduced me to the concept of uh, there are no bad neighborhoods, just economically depressed ones. And I was just like, because I had always just used bad neighborhood as shorthand for 
places I didn't want to be. And I never really understood why that was. It was financial desperation. I mean, that's, that's, and then I go, oh, so the only thing that separates us is money. Oh, well, we need to give those communities more money, right? And then they won't be quote unquote bad anymore. They're just, they're just, right? So, like, that person introduced me to that concept. And that has dramatically shifted my, my view on, you know, neighborhoods around Orlando, right? Like, I used to feel unsafe about driving through certain areas, but I'm like, don't know. It's, these are people who are just trying to live their lives. And uh, don't be afraid of that. If, in fact, try to help that, right? So, so that that so I I I enjoyed having that person in my life. Uh, I'm still friends with them. They they have moved away. Um, good for them, right? I mean, I'm glad they were able to move on with their life. And uh, so that's the thing I regret about about that. Like, if I could have saved this person that trauma, that pain of of moving, being in a relationship that didn't work out, and then having to make hard choices to leave, um. I would have loved to have saved them from that, but having them in my life, uh, uh, you know, I was able to find the kind of the, you know, the good point about it. What was the second part of your question? I'm sorry. Uh, is there anything you learned from that or I mean, anything you gained? Yeah. What did so, you gain? so, I mean, I've, I've, I've learned that, um, you know, that people are just people, right? I mean, I've, I mean, I knew, I've always known that, but I mean, like, Again, that whole like personalizing someone's actions, uh, you know, against yourself is, is never really the answer, right? Is is that they are going through their own shit, and they gotta and and maybe they need a helping hand, right? Um, that's kind of the focus of what I'm experiencing around it was just like it's a it's a whirlwind of chaos. Um, someone's always upset. At one point, I, I swear, guys, I I had I had my own cat. My second wife has her own cat, so there were two cats. Then at one point before uh, this third person moved in, um, we decided to get a third cat together, our cat. So now we're up to three cats. This person moved in, and they had two cats and a dog. Then wife two moved out, moved in with her next partner, didn't take her cat. Then, and this is the part that is the the real true L word story here is then uh, wife number two's former girlfriend then moved her current girlfriend in <laughs> without asking, number Ooh. one, uh, with her own cat. There were six cats and a dog <laughs> in my 1,500 square foot house. <laughs> I have eight, I have eight I have eight cats, but we are in twenty seven hundred square feet. So. Right, and you probably have enough litter boxes to support that. I imagine. Yes, we do. Uh, I had to buy two or three additional litter boxes. Um, then my cat, my poor sweet angel baby kitty, uh, who is now eighteen this year, is that? Uh, did I see? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Isma. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> She lived on that uh, buffet you see behind you there in the old house. She lived on that buffet, would not leave it, would not go, uh, would not um, go get food, would not go get water, uh, was wasting away, would not clean herself anymore. Wow. She was seriously stressed and depressed from all the other from all the animals. other animals taking up her space. Um, 
And at one point, she had such big mats in her fur, oh. I actually had to shave her. Oh. I had to shave my cat. Do you have a picture? I, I, I probably do somewhere. And uh, <laughs> if you want to put that in show notes later, yeah. I can... <laughs> I love that because I think the other part of it was probably some lesbian drama. Oh, it was all lesbian, lesbian drama. drama <laughs> like cats pick up on that, okay? Yeah. Animals pick up on lesbian drama. I'm just going to tell you. Right, it's, it's they're tuned it's, to it. It's the worst. It's well, the worst. I I have to say thank you for letting us get to know you, hear the story of your evolution, right. get to see a little bit of your beautiful, colorful, wonderful life. okay to be not okay just make sure you're talking to someone